of my because best. Because it was actually a really fun back and forth. Hey, everybody, welcome to Bros, <laughs> Bibles, and Beer. It is episode 211, according to Andy McCraw. Hey, Zach, how's it going? Pass. Andy. Powder for my happy hour. Scott, you get a little extra time. Guys, am I on? Am I on? Guys, can you hear me? Oh, what? Am I, am I on? What? Who's that? <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jeff? We'll edit you out later. <laughs> I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the hit for this one. There was a user error, um, production error, and for a portion of the last episode, Scott, accept my humblest apology. Your mic was not on. It was not being recorded. Yeah, and first few minutes. Yeah, first couple minutes. Yeah, and so to the listener, we're very sorry. That was some of my best material. Best material ever. Easy. Can never be recreated. Nope. No, which is why we didn't go back and re- re-record it. We'll edit that out. Yeah, you can't. That was actually, yeah, I did edit it out in real time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like his subconscious was like, you know what? Screw Scott. Get him out. <laughs> which is fine, you know. Is it? Just, no. You know, I made sure it won't happen again. I, I fixed the template. Okay. I just, yeah, I trusted my workflow and it was wrong. Anyway, that's not interesting. What is interesting maybe is some, I heard we got listener feedback. Yeah, let's just do some feed feedback right off the top, and then we'll get to a beer stuff, bro stuff, Bible stuff. I like it. Feedback, feedback. Now it's time to some feedback. Feedback. The Beach Boys? Yeah, the Beach Boys do that. <clears throat> Thanks, guys. All right, we got a voicemail from, uh, we've heard from Mr. David Quain, Quaid, apologies, David Quaid Melton. Three names, man. Serial killer. Hmm. Listen, I don't know. Not all. First, hey, guys. First. This is uh, Quaid from Alabama. I've called in uh, once or twice before. Nice. Uh, I've just listened to your latest episode, um, The Dalai Lama and Pastor GPT. <laughs> um, and I just had, like, I haven't finished yet. I'm about 10 minutes away from the end. But uh, I just wanted to say that the most legendary thing that I've ever heard Jeff Pearson say <laughs> Is that cock shuts him down? <laughs> I, just wanted to, I just wanted to let you know that's a legendary moment in your podcast. Uh, God bless. That, my, my family will be proud. That's Thank, the best kind of feedback. Yeah. Thanks, Quaid. Yeah. I do appreciate Return it. feedbacker, too. Leaving voicemails and yeah. everything. What are the rest of y'all doing? Leave us a voicemail. Anchor.fm slash BBB pod. Figure it out. Technology. Yeah. Technology. I feel like I need to start talking like I've got some Crimson Tide now. <clears throat> All right. Not. Okay. What are we drinking tonight, boys? <laughs> Alabama, Alabama stuff. thing, man. Beer Quaid. stuff. Thank you. I'll uh, I'll take us into beer stuff. But to do that, we need to talk about mm. what we be drinking. Mm. Uh, I brought a couple of Kern River's finest. It's what I just opened. Double IPA Citra. This, what's it called? Citra Double IPA. Oh, there you go. It is tasty. Kern River Brewing. <clears throat> it is delicious. It smells fantastic, too. I like me some Citra hops. <sighs> That's me. It's up there with mosaic hops and, um, of course, the perennial favorite Cascade. There's also a perennial hop. I am centennial and, uh, sucking mm-hmm. the proverbial tongue of the Citra hops. I don't think there's a proverbial mm. hop. I mean, except for metaphorically. The tongue, the proverbial tongue. If the hop had a tongue. All right. Are you guys ready for some beer stuff? <clears throat> you might suck on that hop tongue. Wait. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm not, dr- I did have the citra, but I'm, I'm got the. Oh, since speaking of sucking on Would hop it? tongues. 
Woodford Reserve. Woodford. Quick, correct. Should we just do collections and collections? Sure. Uh, apparently, no t- tongue sucking was had. Nope. By the Dalai Lama and the, the individual boy. That is that him? official? Like we uh, know we, for sure that. I mean, that was stupid. I watched the video. I, I saw a video that wasn't blurred out, and uh, oh, you watched the uncensored version. Yeah, I saw oh, the uncensored God. version <laughs> on E Bombs World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Timely reference. <laughs> It was right next to uh, Bub Rub and Little Sis. <laughs> Whistles go woo. <laughs> okay, guys, I got a question for you. Uh, would you drink powdered beer for happy hour? Because 500-year-old brewery Klosterbrauerei Nuzel in Germany has pioneered an alcohol-free beer powder to reduce the carbon footprint of exports. So, a couple spoons of powder, stir in water, and you're ready. Reducing the carbon. This is how McDonald's makes their milkshakes. Mm -hmm. This means in the future, breweries could get a beer powder, add their own water before filling it into bottles. Here's what the founder had to say. So, we have invented a completely new product, the beer powder. It's the first in the world. And what what we are doing is we can now create a complete beer from a normal powder. This is an approach that has never existed before. And we can reduce transport weight by 90%. I wonder how hot they get the oven to get the powder, to like dry it out, to get all the powder. Like those. Who uh, is, is, you have one of those beers over there? <laughs> um, uh, uh, well, this is cool. So you can drink uh, shitty beer, but maybe save the world. So they think they can save about uh, three to 5% of the CO2 emissions in Germany alone, 0.5% globally. The powder can create, can create a lager, a pilsner, or a dark beer. And the brewery says the first beer t- tastings with the powder have been promising and are confident to have a market-ready product product by the end of 2023. Wow. And none of you guys caught this, but I did mention at the beginning that it was an alcohol-free no. yeah. Yeah, beer powder. That's why I said shitty beer. In case you're concerned, however, they are working on developing an alcohol-based powder. We'll just put put a shot of shot vodka, of, yeah. <laughs> a shot of vodka in there. Yeah, add your own alcohol. Yeah, yeah I wonder if the uh, oh, it's truly. Wonder if the right now their process kind of evaporates the alcohol. Possibly, they didn't get into it. It's you in know trade ovens. secrets. But he showed how he did it. He filled this cup of water. <laughs> Still trying to get the oven joke in there. Yeah, do they just trying to make? Scott is there laugh. a difference in the save on the carbon footprint? Whether they transporting by ship or by train? Maybe. Okay. Anyway, puts the water in, dumps in a couple of, uh, oh my gosh, a couple of scoops of the powder. And then you got one of those, um, what are they called? Uh, frothers. Oh, yeah. The little frother thing. Mm. And he just goes, and head of foam on the, uh, on the golden looking mm. glass of beer. It looks like the beers that we're drinking right now. I would try it for sure. I would yeah. try it. Imagine camping though. Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah. Imagine yeah. camping and getting some space jar- saver, man. Some Jardia river water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mix it in with their protein powder. I had a friend named Giardia in, in high school. She wasn't great. Not a good person. Yeah. She stank. <laughs> oh, she stank. Where were we? Uh, that's it. Anyway, so that's beer it. News. That's beer stuff. Beer stuff. Beer good stuff. Good job. Powdered beer. Hot. It's hot right now. Hot powder. Oh, 
I was crying from Scott. I was crying on the slide because Scott made me laugh. That was okay. Jeff. On to bro stuff. Now, I do have an honor. I'll mention, well, honorable mention is tonight before pressing record, Jeff and I played softball. We meekly lost. But we did turn and around the her around the horn, triple play, third to second to first. So I caught it at third, grounder, stepped on the base, throw to second, throw to first. Jeff is Jeff is playing first. He sacrifices his body, stretching beyond any Jeff ability to stretch. I left ligaments on the field. I think he did. Mm. Yeah. There was some beer dust like somewhere <laughs> down there. But it was great. That was fun. Everybody erupted. Like even the other team was applauding and whatnot. So good times. I can imagine having played first for multiple seasons for that team, Jeff, I know that those throws to first come nowhere near wherever you are in the bag. Uh, Well, one of them didn't. And that was the one that I stretched out and got. But then there was one that came right to me and it was a double play to end the inning. And somehow I just took my eye off the ball. And dropped it. And the next thing you know, six <laughs> runs came in. <laughs> and I think we lost by about six. You, yeah, we lost by seven. But I'm sure if we hadn't given up those six runs. Momentum. Anyway. Yep. That has been honorable bro. And then uh, the bro thing, I, I had a couple of things, but I like talking about church abuse. Theo bro. <laughs> <laughs> James McDonald. As much as the next bro does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Arc Megachurch platforming James McDonald pulls sermon videos after assault charge from the Roy's Report, which is where you get all your tasty church abuse news. Uh, Association of Related Churches, Arc Megachurch that's been platforming disgraced megachurch pastor James McDonald. Was he on, uh, it was Heritage, was his name of his church? He had a big mega church. Yeah, I can't remember. He yeah. resigned for various reasons, among them bullying and uh, allegations of spiritual abuse. I think most of it was allegations, but that's the thing is a lot of times there's allegations and people are like, this is demonic. It's the enemy coming against our church because they've got a big platform. They don't want to see it end. And when that when it comes to light that there's something going on, they're scrubbing some of his messages some of his recent messages from there. So harvest harvest Bible fellowship. That was a big, a big deal. Oh, money. Some, I think some money shenanigans too. Why do you think they're scrubbing just recent? Cause he, he spent a little time kind of off the scene and this particular church was letting him speak. I don't think he was the pastor there, but he had another platform, hit a platform, and people were like, why are you guys giving him a gig again after he was sort of disgraced before? And he gave that sermon on bullying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll just read a little bit. Uh, on Wednesday, the Roy's report broke the story that authorities in California had charged McDonald with two felonies after he allegedly attacked a 59-year-old woman, resulting in serious injuries, quote-unquote. On Thursday, we noticed that videos of McDonald's sermons had disappeared from the website of Generation Church, an ARC megachurch in Phoenix that had been platforming McDonald's since last last year. Man, that word platforming is so triggering to me now. And I don't even like using triggering, but platforming is like, oh, you platform that guy, you platform that guy. And a lot of times it's like, it's not a big deal, but in this case, it might be. 
Uh, ARC is one of the largest church planting organizations in North America and has been plagued with scandals involving its pastors for several years. Um, a screenshot from an archived webpage from Generation Site shows McDonald used to be one of the several preachers featured on the website. However, now McDonald's name is gone, as are the videos of his sermons. Uh, Roy's report reached out, didn't hear back. Um, for more than a year, Visconti, who is the pastor, outspoken supporter of McDonald, despite the scandal that led Chicago area megachurch Harvest Bible Chapel to fire and then formally disqualify McDonald. Uh, Roy's report has documented in numerous articles, McDonald's been accused by dozens of former Harvest staff and elders of bullying, spiritual abuse, and financial misconduct. Yes, yet when introduced McDonald to his congregation last year, Visconti called McDonald a godly man and a great example of what it looks like to live like Jesus. Um, then March 12, 2023, Visconti preached a sermon claiming that McDonald had lost his megachurch because liars had murdered his reputation. Visconti further urged people not to listen to bloggers and angry mobs on Twitter, and he warned them, when you re repeat an accusation, you are joining hands with the devil and slandering saints. That didn't age well. Are so, there still bloggers? Well, I guess technically. I mean, uh, I mean like WordPress, who? not WordPress. <laughs> yeah, WordPress is still a thing, but also, what's the website? I'm blanking on it. Everyone's going to now. Discord? No. Substack? Substack, yeah. Medium? Medium. Atlantic. Blogspot? I'll just leave it there. So those types of things, I just hate it when there's allegations and everyone rallies around the flag, so to speak, of the church, which is understandable if you know and trust your pastor. But when it comes out that it's not the case, this is how you create deconversion, uh, deconstruction, because people's identity are tied to their leaders being godly men of God, redundancy, and then the rug gets pulled out. So bro on you, McDonald. That was bro stuff? Yeah, it was a bro. It was not like, hey, bro. <laughs> There's different bros, and that was like, bro. What? And he wants to call you out for church stuff. Yeah, that's church stuff. Yeah, Zach, you took my stuff, man. There's some crossover. It's okay, but mm. uh, that goes along with Carl Lenz, another bro. Oh, really? Uh, he's been he's been uh, hired on by a church. Get that mic up in front of your face. Carl Lenz has been hired on after- Is uh, he still rocking those Dahmer glasses? Probably. He was the original preacher before the Dahmer- Netflix series. Yeah, before the series. But yeah, he's been hired on as a strategist for a, a large uh, Midwest megachurch, which is interesting. Because, you know, they believe in his, his uh, they believe in him. In his abs. In him and his, his marriage and his talents. Hey, his we gifts. ain't been able to yeah. get in the news lately. Uh, we think you might be able to help us since you know yeah. something about that. Could you help us? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I can. Is that Carlin? <laughs> that, that's how does Carlin sound? <laughs> yes, I can. Um, yeah. So, do you want to? What's a, ref a refresher for people who don't know? So Carl Lentz. Carl Lentz. He was pastor of Hillsong, New York. Um, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, that was very big deal. And he was also friend of Bieber. Yeah, he was Justin Bieber's pastor. And then um, it was found out that he had um, multiple affairs. Um, and then he was relieved of his duties as pastor. And then it's been two years. So now he's been hired as a strategist for a mega church. And a lot of people are saying, yeah, probably, probably shouldn't do that. He knows how to attract Persians. I'm told. Yeah. Yeah. She was Persian. She was a Muslim. 
self self identified woman. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a big deal. Are we the TMZ of Christian podcasting? We are right, right now. now. We, we are tonight. We should be. Like, hey, I got a question. I need to take a shower. Do you have you wanna rub your body on Jeff? He's he has I like, thought you were gonna ask me if I was still alive. <laughs> um so I have a question. Scott, did you have like something you have a question to launch us? No. I just thought of something. No, go for it. Now and and people like McDonald's case, so when he got let go and actually harvest like officially according to them disqualified him from ministry should somebody like that let's just say it's like financial fraud sort of like misusing church funds maybe he's kind of a jerk to his staff a little bit overbearing type a personality um should he get to do ministry again in any sense in your opinions obviously and just take maybe take his name on it. Just pick any individual in your head. Doesn't matter if it's a specific person. They get kicked out by a decent sized church for misusing church funds and being kind of a, a bully and whatnot. Um, do they get to go back into ministry? They say they serve their time. They maybe they, maybe they wait out a couple of years and they say, "Look, I repented. I'm sorry. I've learned from my, my mistakes." Should they come back in? Or should it just be like, no, you had your you had your shot. There's plenty of people in ministry. We don't need you. I think it depends. <clears throat> it depends. You you've got to do something to earn trust back. So if they are gonna return to some level of leadership, it's probably best to keep it limited for a while and see if I mean, there should be room for repentance and there should be room to earn trust back. But uh but I would not throw them into a high ranking role with lots of authority right away. I right. Do that. Right. And the, the idea of there's others that could play that role. It's like, uh, okay, Hey, you think guys think I can be in that role again? And it's like, well, we've got, uh, these four guys who are on the up and up and none of them are having hard like Lynn's and then the <laughs> fifth guy who's just, you know, broke vows and cheated and, Whatever and else. he's cop to all that too. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, because he got caught. Oh, then put him back in. He did get caught. <laughs> True. It's kind of like got caught. He cop to it. It's kind of like David. Okay, when, I did it. When, when David cop to his cock getting yeah, caught. David does the beautiful apology and all the. Sorry, I talked over that. That was probably funny. I was thinking about. I, uh, but yeah. but when uh, King David, it's not till Sam is it Samuel calls him out the prophet Samuel calls him out. Then he's like, Oh, woe is me like tearing everything. Yeah. But up until that point, it's like things were good in the hood. Yeah. He was like, someone did that. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, yeah, t- uh, it depends. The, one of the qualifications for an elder, uh, is that they're trustworthy. Yeah. So if you, if you break that trust, then, yeah, how how long would it take to to earn that trust back? I would say a little more than two years at least, um, but definitely not start back in some sort of uh, high position. You start back, if at all, because some would some some would say no, they're disqualified for good. You should you should not hire them if they want to go start their own thing. Fine, but you should not hire them. Um, but it but let's say that you do. They start at start back at the bottom. They clean toilets for 
couple of years. And then, but they don't, they don't get, you don't go right back into preaching and teaching or some sort of, uh, Role, yeah, role it's a of tough authority, where you have any th- any sort of power, yeah, yeah. And, over people, and and then <clears> if <throat> and then if you uh, if one of the things was you kind of misused funds, you definitely don't have access to any funds, yeah. ever, yeah, like would <laughs> be kind of kind of dumb. Nope, sorry, not allowed to pass the basket. We didn't know if you're gonna <laughs> yeah, pull a five over. out. The problem <laughs> is we are we are such suckers. That Carl, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we are such suckers for charisma, like somebody that can elite that can hold a room. Um, I mean, just from an evolutionary psychology perspective, somebody that's got that projects well, confidence, good looking, sure. maybe taller than average. I don't think Carl is particularly tall, but he's not short. But when you check certain boxes, gosh, I'm blushing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if anything happens, like pretty much. Andy's going to run everything around here because, I mean, Scott's voice might be a little bit deeper. It but is, it's so yeah, deep. but I'm only average height. Yeah. You're above average in my heart, Scott. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Are you guys talking about voices right now? Have you, yeah. Jeff Are you guys is, talking about voices yeah, yeah. right now? <clears throat> Jeff might have the best voice. Have you guys ever experienced that in person at a, at a church where you had someone that um, was asked to step down? And then was given some sort of path towards reconciliation and like rebuilding. Not that I'm aware of. It, there, there have been, there has been stepping down with a a shitload of Christianese wrapped up into it. Where I knew there was, hey, where'd it, Ricky go? It wasn't. It wasn't just like oh, it's couched in. God has other things for me, but I I could into it even in my teenage years because that's how long ago it was that. No, they're not. They're not telling the whole story. Yeah, and you just kind of let it slide because you sort of trust authority, and they're using the right language, and you don't think about it too much until later on when you realize, like, oh, this happens more than it should, and it's always couched. They don't just tell the truth, like. But churches aren't. Maybe they're not unique to that. Like no, corporations, no, no, no. it's with mixed emotions that we announce that. Janine is leaving, stepping down from the company to pursue her own um, pursuits outside of the company. And we wish her well and are grateful for her years of service. Yeah. Yeah. There, She's there also is that. pregnant. The only difference being is that it's like the weight of God. Like when you're using Christianese and you're dialing it up and you're saying it's spiritual and the Holy Spirit has other plans for him, and but you're not actually saying like, no, he had sex with someone else kind of a thing. Even the use of, there was a moral failure. I, it drives yeah. me nuts because it's just like, just say what it is. It's it's making it sound like, yeah, he made a big mistake and he's working on recovery, but no, just be honest. Why but, though? Uh, why be honest? Yeah. Like why why be honest to that degree in public? Why not shield it a little bit? Um, I think the honesty. Now, if if it was brutal honesty, that's one thing where. I would believe them if they came back in several years and were like, look, I, I learned from it. But when, when they leave and it's couched in spiritual language to kind of soften the blow and give them a soft landing somewhere else, and then they come back using spiritual language and it's never actually, everybody knows what happened, but it's never actually directly addressed. I'm like, no, get out of here. Like you don't, as far as I'm concerned, my opinion about like people, there's plenty of people doing ministry 
But the problem is like my point with Carl Lentz or people like him is like, they're so good at what they do yeah, and they're so dynamic that we fall for it time and time again. I think that stuff happens all the time though. And maybe it happens more often than we think and whether or not it's couched in like ultra spiritual language as a, as a way to soften it or if it's just generally softened. Uh, I think it's because that be- it can be pretty painful and disruptive to uh, a larger yeah. group. If you're just burying all like, well, Ricky stuck his penis in Janelle. <laughs> so we've yeah. got to kick him out. Well, oh, they're, they're right. family. If I too. heard that, I'd be like, I'm here for life. Yeah. I'm sticking around <laughs> for this place. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> their family, his, he, cause they have wife and kids and it's like, man. there's other, I, yeah, there's, I was at a church, uh, before I was Christian that, had a pastor that cheated on with one of the wives of the congregation and it was a big church and uh they just he just was gone one day he was no longer there right it was like well sorry like you said it's your ricky where'd ricky go (laughs) ted did something with elder bob's Babs, with his wife, Ted, Barbara, Babs, Ted, Babs and Bobs, Ted Stickles. Ted's gone. <laughs> Ted went back to Australia. <laughs> well, like, was there anything actually said or it was just like, hey, I just noticed it's been like a month. No, no seen Ted? it was said on, yeah, it oh, was on, what they said on stage. What'd they say? Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. First of all, I was, barely, I was barely paying attention to, except for the point until of, they went, there was. P and the V. They, they, I don't think they said. <laughs> I don't think they did not use the word. Uh, a, maybe affair or cheated. It, I don't think cheated was used, but maybe inappropriate an affair, inappropriate relationship. Well, that somebody, was probably more like it. They well, somebody is describing. Well, somebody's talking about moral failures. Their worship leaders behind them, like using hand motions. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually this for the he's listener. On, he's got he's his, on the organ, poking his finger. Or the uh, what is it? You know, playing a little background music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <clears throat> like, and then he did this. No, and that da, 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 da. it wasn't. It. I just remember the the way in which they said it was something to the effect of there was inappropriate. Uh, relationship and they didn't go into it obviously this was a all-in relationship uh-huh. uh and the pastor was gone and but really to your question Andy, was there any opportunity for reconciliation no never even i'm not even sure it crossed the minds of anybody at the church to in leadership to be like do we give him another shot I mean, it's oh, too that's much kind embarrassment. Of a, I think that's a different thing. If you're at the stealing on funds. the job, recon, reconciliation would have to have to happen. Like I agree with Scott years later and probably not even with the same place. Like true. If I'm that, if I'm that church, I'm like, dude, no, <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Bro There's, news. Yeah. Bro news. Wow, that is <laughs> your it's bro about news. time. You got your bro news. I'm harnessing my inner Mark Norman. <clears throat> yeah. That would have to, I, 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 I don't think it's, I don't think it's smart. I don't think it sends a good message to the congregation. I, I think that's one of those things that's like, oh, we yeah, we just got to let you move on. So, so like, so let's say, let's say there there's a disagreement on should they have another ministry role, and so people disagree on that. You should be my bartender. And then, and then, so to come down to, okay, if you're a minute, if you're a ministry, would you or should you hire this person? It's like. 
Eh. No, I'll pass. So they all pass. And then, so then he has the option because there's better choices. Yeah. He has the option. So then he'll have to go start his own thing over. That's where they came up with the term pastor. There's there's better choices for the church and there's better choices for that person who made the, you know, the, the bad, the bad choices and their choices to go somewhere else and get a fresh start. And hopefully also come clean on what happened at their past church and, like, well, in my last job, I got fired because X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And like, I have so, been yeah. doing this for the last three or four years. Like, whatever is something, something good and wholesome and yeah. something that is trying to build your, your character, your, you know, what, and your, your, um, what, what back? Credibility. Credibility. Yeah, credibility. Yeah. Well, and then, and then also Thanks, Andy. the people, the people of the, the, the congregation, <clears throat> people in that congregation. You're taller. So you're like, uh, so they're like, it's got it for free. They're like, Hey, elder board, why did you hire this guy? Yeah. So then they have a decision to make like, no, this is not acceptable. Hey, Andy, I'm hired going, him. I didn't. I'm no, going I just, somewhere else. I thought he looked good. Yeah. Or you, you catch, <laughs> yeah, you, you hear a rumor that He's they're, tall. they're interviewing this guy and you're and then you, Say no, nope. Don't hire him. As you, as a person in the congregation, you should right. should express that. Him. I almost. Uh, I, I have a <clears throat> actually before I, I, I hijack yeah. you guys answer Andy's question. Both of you did what? What was your refresh the question? Kind of like have you guys experienced? Oh yeah, yeah. I was curious if you'd seen that in your church in your how own about, church. How like, about Scott and Andy in person? In order of um, height, lowest to tallest. Go ahead, Scott. Not a, Last, I don't, not a moral failure. There, there have been uh, disagreements, disagreements on some doctrinal issues or some something that happened. Was the send off weird and non direct? Spiritually passive aggressive. Um, I don't remember. Uh, well, can you make Probably, some make well, up something salacious? It, yeah, let's say it was. <laughs> no, um, yeah, let's but make it real actually, weird. there was one just potentiality to get juicy. Yeah, the, uh, there was one just a, a few months ago, and and one of our pastors left, and um, one of what? Just, uh, but it was cordial. It was cordial, and then we see him from time to time. One of what? One of our pastors? Yeah, you said there was one of our pastors. There was one of those. No, I, one of our pastors left. That's I, I, what I said. I, I don't know. Oh, I, just just for fun, he left. <laughs> this isn't fun anymore. I'm out. No, no. There was Andy, a, come on. My, come you on. guys don't He does that. IT. Oh, he's <laughs> used to not talking to people. Yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Uh, Scott, <laughs> just, we're, we're podcasting right now. Have you so. tried restarting your computer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unplug it and plug it back in. All right, Scott, is that your fan with no windows outside? Yeah, yeah. Gotta let the router, uh, you know, clear its my uh, have you reset your router? Which I think is bullshit, by the way. Every time I wait longer, it doesn't matter. If, sometimes I just, I, today, I'm going to unplug this and plug it right back in. I'm not waiting 30 seconds, and it works. Whenever I have to call them, I tell them right away Like when I get on. I'm like, I did it! Just so you know, before you ask me to, here's the things I've already done. Yeah. Sorry. Scott, you had a pastor leave recently, but it was under- yeah, one of those. It was one of those, uh- <laughs> One of those bastards. One of those uh, situations. No, there's a, there's a disagreement. Uh, oh, uh, but then it was it was cordial. Just what yeah. was the doctrine? Well, uh, it wasn't. Uh, so this one this one wasn't necessarily doctrinal. It was just more of a. She was a woman. Uh, attitude. Not well. Not attitude, but 
more of a approach, mm. more personality approach, differences, and then yeah, um, and then um, more professional issues. Then I was like, yeah, we we have been we have been praying about leaving for a while. Oh. And it's like hey, it worked out, well, which is later. translated. They've been thinking about leaving for a while. Sure, sure, right? sure, Zach. Uh, also, she if literally. Been, if they've been praying, sounds like she said that. <laughs> if they if they've been praying about it, oh, I they've also mean. been thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that that's it's an the easy thing. Now, reason. you guys tell me. I I know I'm the get off my lawn like Christianese guy. Oh, I'm praying my sleep. Uh, but they're like, oh, we just been praying about. It. We just don't think it. It puts like God it gives the weight of God behind their personal opinion. And what's wrong with just yeah. saying, yeah, we, we just feel like we, we belong somewhere else. And I don't well, know. I, well, I don't, but maybe I don't they have a, been praying about it. Yeah. I, and I, they probably have been. I don't see a sure. problem with them praying about it either. And pr- you're probably right. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I know they're, pr- I'm, I'm not triggered I by that. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do manipulate the conversation with that though. Well, that, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm wary of. Um, God told me to leave. I've seen it yeah. so much where, you know, the behind this, I don't even in the situations where I know the behind the scenes story and I'm sure they were praying about it and they were doing all the things they're saying they're doing. Ultimately there's so many times it's couched in. I feel like this is what God wants for me. And it's very clear. It's just an opinion. Like it's just, they felt like they should go and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I have a great story about that. Yeah. And and there's nothing wrong with them thinking that, this is direction God wants them. Uh, God is and I. I will allow it. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And I. I mean, I, like, really though, I, I. I'm not that much of a curmudgeon. I know. I know. It's. Yeah. It's. I'll give them that too. But I think very often we can hide behind things. We're afraid to be direct as Christians because we don't want to hurt feelings, and so we couch it in this weird passive aggression that I obviously hate. As you can, you're listening and you hear this because I struggle with passive aggression, and I'll just cop to that, like. When it's used on me, or if I see it, it drives me nuts because it drives me nuts about myself. Do you, this is your thing. Does it drive you nuts though, Zach? Oh god, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking. You guys are a mirror <laughs> image of each other. Well, I guess that's your problem to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I guess Zach. you. <laughs> 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 what was that laugh? I want that isolated. <laughs> I wish you could go back Who's on laugh? the fly. What was that? years ago i had a friend who was uh on tour and he uh, and after one of the shows it was i think they were playing like christian colleges and after one of the shows some fan came up to him and i might have told the story before and he looks at me he's like hey man you guys were great and it was like typical glowing christian kid coming up to a christian artist afterwards like a little too enthusiastic you guys were great that was awesome he's like man your guitar amp sounded so good. And the guy's like, Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And he goes, yeah, dude, I was, I was going to get that one, that same one. And the guy was like, yeah, dude, you should. He goes, but then I was praying about it. And I felt like God was telling me to get a bigger one. <laughs> and that was young Dave Ritchie. Yeah, that was young. Dave. I should just get a bigger one. Touche. Dude. I loved it. My buddy just looked at me. He's like, Oh, well, you know, if the Lord told you, apparently that's what you're supposed to do. Like wandered off to the I green room. I love the innocence of kids, the zeal of kids. Yeah. Like they, you, they hear the Christmas bell, whatever the Christian version of Christmas bell is. Um, they, uh, they hear it, and I gotta be reminded of of that because I'm, I, I barely hear the. I think the Christmas bell is 
is Christian. Kind of Christian. Not in, well. Like in the name. Actually, maybe, maybe we should Santa walk Claus back. Is Christian? Maybe we should back up. What we, is we the Christmas bell? Yeah. And maybe Polar, that's, Polar Express, the old like, people can't hear the bell. Like silver bells. What, what Jingle it, bells? What bell are you talking about? In Polar Express. Am uh, I, I haven't a, seen it. I don't, I don't have kids. There's a bell? There's a Christmas bell? Am I on an island here? No. No, but we're grown-ass men. So, so Jeff knows what I'm talking about, but he's just sitting there asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost goat boy. Uh, no, it, from Polar Express, they they say you need you still can hear the bell. You know those that believe, and you know people who have, they hear the. Bell, and that was your thirty seconds of Polar Express news. <laughs> oh shit! Look behind you. Oh, was that you? Did you do that? <laughs> fire magic. I thought that was fire. <laughs> but but Zach, to your point, yes, there. We as Christians need to learn to discern the difference between the Holy Spirit's voice and our own. That is true. Okay. Okay. Well, this has been great. How do you do that? I don't know. Good I, have, question. I, I haven't learned that yet. I think there's a lot of like crossover. <laughs> I, like, I struggle with that. Oh, before we go on, Andy, what about your answer to your own question? Uh, I kept trying to think of it. The only one I could think of, it wasn't, uh, it, it was a similar, I, I don't have any um, gross ones to think of. That's but, okay. But there was one where there was a worship pastor who left and I, I know the circumstances under which he left. And it was having to do with the church's complementarian position. And basically they said like, hey, yeah, your wife's opinion isn't valid in on a given topic or whatever. And he and he was surprised, and he'd been there long enough. And when I heard that, I was like, "Why are you surprised? I know this church very well." Yeah. Um, and so he said, "Oh, okay. Well, uh, why maybe, were you there, Andy? Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't need to go here anymore." Mm. And uh, and so they left, took their ball, and went home. Mm. But I, yeah, but it was, I think they did it graciously, and it was it was like, "Hey, this is an agree to disagree." moment and we don't subscribe to complementarian theology and we're gonna take off we've hey this podcast has platformed complementarians yeah yeah what's that mean what's up carrie platformed platformed yeah. we've platformed them we gave them a voice oh yeah we gave them a voice and elevated he's their cool. voice he's small c though he said yes. right we even have a host here that's probably We've been platforming yeah. for years and years. One of the hosts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tweet about it. Cancel us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is not even close. Do uh, it. Two days. <laughs> Welcome two back. Two days back. ago, Carrie flies by on the freeway and he's just honking at me and pointing on the freeway like, you, you. And my son's like, that. why is that man yelling at you? And I'm like, that is a the Carrie who has been on our podcast. Beautiful man. And he is plat- he's platforming right now. Speaking, I, I'll just, let me talk about Carrie for a second. We've been texting occasionally like, hey, he's like, dude, we got to get together and talk theology. Because I know there's, there. we've never sat down and like hashed out some things. It's just on the podcast, we did a little bit. And he's just like somehow super curious on why I think the way I do, um, and maybe for good reason. But 
it just hasn't worked out yet, but it's like, we're just like, we're miss, we're like ships in the night, but it is just a beautiful thing. He's one of those guys, actually, maybe it's good that we haven't sat down because it should be on the podcast. It should be on the podcast. Yeah. And like he'd, I'd lock eyes with him and like, he would change me somehow. Like he just, he's so dynamic and charismatic Charismatic. and handsome. And he's got those eyes and he just looks at you and I, I might be like, Casey I Robinson. I don't know what I believe again. Like now, I don't believe know what to believe anymore because of his eyes. Also, the fine booze that he drinks, looking into brings your to soul. ply you. Yeah, he'd give me a cigar and some nice tequila, and I'd, I'd be like putty in that man's hand. And before you know it, he'd yeah. have to quit his church. This is the second session of bro news. <laughs> <laughs> well, depending on the church, yeah. So, ba- hey. <laughs> Scott, back back to the back to kind of the idea of like, oh my gosh, what what could you do like as an elder, a pastor, uh, that you feel churches would give you a path back reconciliation and maybe even give that give you that position back? Can you think of? anything that would be well, what, enough to have people step? What has he done back? in this scenario? Yeah, that matters. Yeah, a lot. right. Yeah, no. So before he can tell you what he'd do to get back, what did he do to get out? Yeah, make you, it up. Make it yeah, up. Yeah, make it up right now. What? How many kids did he touch? <laughs> how many kids <laughs> did he ask to suck tongues? And it didn't actually happen because it was a joke. But he got fired because it was a joke. Yeah, and it was bad. Certain things we don't joke about. Everybody knows that. Come on, Dalai Lama. Gosh. Gosh. How He's, about? How about misappropriating church funds? There you go. That's safe. How about that one? By paying for porn. <laughs> no? <laughs> he used the church's credit card. <laughs> but it was foot porn, so it wasn't that yeah. bad. Is yeah, it? it was just holding fans. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so misappropriated <laughs> funds. He did it to witness to the lady. Yeah. Yeah. Triple X church. <laughs> Uh, oh, actually, uh, okay. How about this? Pastor gets caught in his office watching pornography. Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a that's a good yeah. one. And that's definitely happened. Oh yeah. And IT guy catches him. It's you, Scott. You're catching yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I notice some suspicious activity. Yeah. Coming from IP 192.177.000.1. Who could that be? That's like, oh, shoot. That's my laptop. Delete. Uh, yeah, so like, let's. Automatic firing to begin with? Ooh, that's a great question. Um,. Probably suspension at least the first time. Suspension. Do you think it would change if that pastor volunteered this information versus getting caught? Does that change what Ooh. happens? Uh, I'd, it I'd, does. I probably still. I, I, it it changes. It changes the further down the road, but I think still suspension. Scott says suspension. Yeah, they would. They would have to have the pastor. Jeff, what are you step doing with your hand there, buddy? You are <laughs> listeners. We, people can't see. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is, Jeff is stroking, stroking it. 
William the mic just doing, walked in on me. Stroking the mic stand. <laughs> Feels like it's uh I'm gonna step down for at least a month. Scott, keep talking slower though. Keep talking to Jeff. Look at Jeff. Disinfect that mic stand. Jeff, Jeff, do you want to be suspended? <laughs> oh, how suspended do you Why want do to be? We not have this oh on YouTube or uh, something. How suspended are you right now? Because Scott's got to buy the thing. Jeff. Oh, he's totally suspended. Jeff. Oh, my gosh. You have a choice. Suspension or spanking? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good Lord. This is, this is going full circle. Juicy. Neuter me in this. <laughs> hey. So at least suspension. Yeah. Okay, suspension, and then now path to reconciliation. It, does it exist or no? Yeah, that, that's part of the... Um, I guess it's implied. Yeah, with the, with the suspension is that the, the expectation is, is repentance, and then you have probably um, not just... It's not just about watching porn at the office, but then it's like, okay, where else are you watching porn? And... How big of a problem is this? And then if they're married, you know, does your wife know about this? Yeah. Because it's not, it's not just them being a pastor. This is like their Christian life, their relationship with God. And how is it affecting their relationship with God, which you want to mend if there's any, you know, if there's any problem. So we know a pastor, we know a pastor who's openly mentioned that they struggled with that. And I don't think they got suspended. Well, I don't know when it was, what the timing was, if it was like, uh, hey, I did struggle with it while I was a pastor actively and, and I'm confessing to it now and then didn't get suspended. Or if it was like, in the past, I've definitely wrestled with this, as most men have in some shape or another. Sure. And the, the tricky part about it, too, is like, it's so connected to like, <clears throat> like you were saying, Scott, which was good nuance. Like, it, how how far does this problem go? Is it a one-off? Probably not. If he's in the office and he's unable yeah. to like, I'm going to wait till I'm at home. Like, um, and that affects like how, like a gentleman that affects. Yeah. <laughs> that affects. That's what we were all thinking. <laughs> um, that, that affects how you like generally, I won't speak for everyone, but like the human mind is like, if you were consistently doing that, if it, it, it starts messing with you, it messes with you. I was going to use the word taint to like try to do a pun time. It taints you. It does taint the way you look at things and it can cause you to look at people in ways that are less than appropriate and all that stuff. So Scott was looking at me real weird about five minutes ago. I think there's research. It likes your nice feet. It starts rewiring your brain. Yeah. It yeah, does. Yeah. It, it's super unhealthy. And I'm really, I'm really heartened to a lot of the podcasts. I listen, I listen to a lot of people that, are touching on why people do the things they do. So like human psychology and stuff like that. And amongst people that aren't, wouldn't call themselves Christians or faith-based podcasts or whatever, they, they kind of talk about the porn topic in a way that's kind of refreshing. Like before it was, we, we do the things in polars. So it's like, you know, Oh, the Christians are anti-porn. And so like, you know, you're afraid to like be against porn because you don't want to be seen as like a Christian prude. But now it's like, no, we're, we're seeing some data that shows that porn use overdoing it has real real world ramifications, which is, it's cool to see when there's crossover, like, yeah, we, we've been saying that and sometimes handling it poorly and punishing and shame and all that stuff. But 
it's cool to see like the secular and the sacred. Yeah. Well, and then, and then I guess with the suspension, do you, there's a separate question. Do you tell the congregation? And that might be something that you not, you don't necessarily have to do. You can, the, the first offense for something like that, you could probably withhold from the congregation. He's on vacation. May, maybe even the second offense, if, if, you know, whatever. But the third offense is then it's like, okay, well, we, we got to, this is a problem. We and, need, we need and, to. Right. And there's something about. Yeah, not for this podcast. Three strikes, you're out. Something about like an elder board. Right. Oh, yeah. You would, you would try and surround that pastor to like, you know, it's not just what has happened. It's like, why is that happening? And kind of taking a deeper dive into like the behavior yeah. is, it's ruining you. Right. And, and obviously it can affect your job here. It can affect your family. It's, you know, there's, it, it can move uh, everywhere in your life. But ultimately I think, you know, keeping it within that board and, and trying to help a pastor um, heal or just have some questions answered, probably get counseling and, and try and keep it away from really protect the congregation. Yeah. Because that, that's like almost a, it's cancerous. And I don't think if someone found out like, why didn't you tell us there would be a story you could defend. You could, you could reason with yeah. a good heart. And you can to, have a policy in place before these things happen. Sure. That, so that's like, this is what you follow. Um, so that's not like selective, like, Oh yeah, this guy, we didn't, we didn't tell. Cause I like this guy. It's like, right. no, this is, this is, and there's, there's a biblical precedence in the new Testament. We have that like, you go, you go, someone wrongs you, you go to them privately and then give them time to repent. If they don't repent, then you go to the, the, Ooh, board, the elders. And then if they don't, re- you still don't repent, then you go in front of the church. Yeah, are they wronging, a- are they wronging a person in that scenario? Well, yeah, because they're by being a pastor, they've agreed to certain behaviors and, and by doing that on the church property, it's yeah, you're, vi- you're, you are violent. Actually, you're violating the whole congregation. You're being, let, de- let you're being deceptive. God. Yeah. Let, you're, yeah. Yeah. It's deception. And I like, I get, I get protecting or, or seeking, let's just say the repentance is real and genuine sure. and the guy wants, uh, or gal wants help. Um, the protecting the congregation is where I might differ. Like, I don't know what that looks like exactly. So if it's, if it's going to get found out and, Oh, you guys just kind of buried that and swept it under the rug. That's that's a problem. Like God, the world doesn't need more churches. Like if that congregation dissolves, there's other churches in the area. There's like I I feel like God, the kingdom and whatnot doesn't need any specific congregation to not go away because of somebody somebody made a huge mistake with with their authority. And so for me, it would be like get healing for the specific pastor and relationship. Be honest with the congregation while balancing that like healing process. So it can get tricky in like how you, how you do the information or how you, how you uh, relay that. I get it. But if you're weighing like, well, how do we protect this ministry? 
because there's money involved. That's when it gets really gross. Okay, well that's taken in a different right. direction. But right. the board is in the board is they are actually have the power within the church, not the pastor. And the and the elders are and in some churches. Some churches are okay, the pastor called. But all the church time. that that we belong to, the elder board can can fire and hire. I mean, in to some degree. I mean, ultimately, you know, like our church has gone through a process where we've brought on a pa- a pastor, but the uh, a a a group of people, and then a a a board are really um, bringing it to the congregation. And the congregation is pretty much like you, you've led this whole thing. We trust you. And there's the what the congregation does is they're trusting these people that are in positions to really oversee the church. And so if 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 there's an individual that's having difficulty, nobody knows about that. If there's the pastor who's having difficulty, nobody knows about that. But the elders are are they're addressing that. And if it gets to the point where the pastor's like, no, I'm, I'm totally fine. I, I don't have a problem. Be like, mm-hmm. okay, now this is, you're creating a problem to where you're denying this. And we now really need to take the, if you care for your job, you need to really repent here and understand you're in the wrong. And if you're not going to do that, we really have no other choice but to bring you in front of the church and, and we have to murder and, you and, tell the con- <laughs> and kind of bring it to the congregation because oh. you're not, you're not, you're looking at the elders like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm fine. That's just denial. Yeah. Our church system, the, the pastor had lead pastor reports to the, the elder board, the overseers. And so that's, that's where those things get sorted. Um, and I think it probably matters if it's a lead pastor and it's something that's gnarly enough, it's worth, it's worth giving like, some level of truth. I don't know if you need to expose everything to, to the congregation, but some level of truth of like to the severity of which, Hey, so-and-so is stepping down. It's for significant reasons. We, we want to allow them to maintain some dignity as they step out, but you, you know, and whether or not you choose to give some indicator as to like the category that it's in, maybe that is shared or not. But if it is, like we've often heard moral failure and, and, and you can allow mm. some people to do some math there and that's okay. Sure. Like I'm all right with just saying, saying those kinds of things. I don't need to air everyone's details and dirty laundry. I don't see how that becomes helpful to anyone in the congregation. I don't see that becomes helpful to the person who's leaving as well. But I will say being on the other side, being on the board side for years now, um, there's a lot non-lead pastor stuff that comes through the pipeline that we're like, okay. And what's really interesting is, and by okay, I mean like, what do we have to do? How do we have to deal with this sort of situation? And what I've learned over the last few years is whatever the initial report is of the thing, when you give it a moment, like a little bit of time, Additional detail will come out and it's the story tends to change a lot from whatever the first report is to once we finally gathered all the details. So yeah, that's a situation where it is really helpful that that is collected and looked at in private because otherwise it's, that's so thrashy to a church. Can you imagine if all that stuff is always aired all the time? 
I mean, the church is made up of flawed human people who are hurt and who are oftentimes at the church for a reason because they're hurt and they're looking for to be healed. And so a situation where you're always airing that stuff just could, it just could feel chaotic. Yeah. And the, this, the sexual, sexual transgressions, those are easy because they're, when they come out, it's visible, it's tangible. And what, what a lot of these, like James McDonald, that's pride and self-righteousness. And that goes unnoticed forever until it, you know, you get a, do you have a big enough platform and you're trying to maintain it and grow it at all costs? Like that's when it backfires. But very often like self-righteousness and pride on a habitual basis, coupled with, I I think definitionally, if you're, if you struggle with self-righteousness, it's rare that you actually know you do because you're right and you know you're right and that's it. And that's, that's like yeah. such a weird subversive sin that can ha- cause so much destruction unnoticed until it becomes unbearable. But, um, well, yeah. And that, and that's kind of maybe the, maybe the thing is that it, it goes unnoticed or the people that were offended, they kind of feel like, well, Hey, yeah, we had, we had, maybe they, in their mind, they're like, Hey, we have in this, uh, personality conflict and it's like, Hey, they're the pastor. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll humble myself. Right. So, but, but yeah, these, these things that are more obvious, um, we can't compromise. The, the church can't compromise on those. Um, so like, you know, watching porn in your office is not as bad as, you know, uh, you're committing like physical adultery. The, right. Um, the pastor so, cheating with the right. wife of the congregation. I mean, it's, right. Right, and so that that would There's, obviously uh, that would be like of a congregation. I'm fascinated by the wife like, of the entire. How many people is she married to? <laughs> <laughs> is this a Mormon? Uh, what state Mor- was Mormon it? congregation? Which state in the United States were you in when yeah. this happened? So, so yeah, obviously, Salt like Lake Christian Baptist, <laughs> phys- physical adultery. Uh, that would be immediate. Like, yeah, like done. He gone. F- he yeah. He that does feel yeah. that feels obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but how about how about. Uh, well, I, I, I like ask, the how about. I, I want to ask a Let's question, but it, it would kind of just go off on a different top. Uh, I'm really like on a tangent, but like just talking in a jacuzzi, for example. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, wait. You yeah. know? Well, so, so the there's, way, there's uh, something there. Let's that, play a new game called How Close <laughs> to the Line. That's that's an actual. That's Let's an actual. Over uh, the line. Yeah. That's an actual thing where it's like, okay. You didn't co- you you didn't touch her, but how do we know? Emotional affairs. We've heard that term before, right? Yeah. And I've yeah. actually heard. I feel. I feel like I've heard of or seen examples of uh, people in leadership in church leadership confessing to emotional affairs. Yeah, it's a thing, and I think it's probably a step on the journey towards a physical affair. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> Come to think of it, got, I think that's the only place I've ever heard of the term emotional affair being used. I don't know if I've ever heard of it outside of the church. They, they did, wor- the world doesn't. They got care caught about before <laughs> before they could caught too soon. <laughs> kind of like you because you're see you're working. Gosh, darn it! You're working closely with somebody at at the church or whatever, and it's just you're connecting, and it's there's not a like a hard line of like all of a sudden it's inappropriate. It's just like hey, we're just. We're doing our jobs well. We're 
working in the church and doing the things and then well, you follow each other. And- you follow Carl Lentz on Instagram too? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Well, this came up with, That's uh, so weird. with the Village Church uh, a couple of years back with Matt Chandler. And there was some text that went back and forth. Oh, a, a girlfriend of the woman who was communicating with with Chandler, he, she's like, this is, I don't know, this, this doesn't feel right. Feels weird. Also, and, their expl- explanation didn't feel right. Like, I feel like we don't get the whole picture, but keep going. Right. But this kind of comes back to emotional... Like there's something they were making dirty jokes via text, right. and, and were, apparently the wives oh, and the spouses no knew their about friends. Yeah. and they're and they're the pa- the pastor Matt Chandler and his wife and this this wife and husband are friends, and the text went back and forth, and 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 he, you know better, people he, know better, right? And he even said, you know, I you but know the I, fact this was that a bad this the was a fact bad that choice. they brought that up was a little bit weird because it's like making a, you know, we've all made, we all hang out. Right. Just generally. Our wives hang out with each other. We hang out with our wife. Like, it's like a group dynamic where sometimes the joking is a little bit PG-13. Um, and that's the way they <laughs> described it. And maybe even Radar. It but, is. Yeah. But we're all around here all, all at the same time. It's out in the open. Right. right. And But that's what they said is like it was made. It, it, oh. Everyone knew about it and it wasn't a big deal to them, but they had to confess to it and he had to step, take a step back, which doesn't make sense to me. Like, like, well, it made know. sense to me. I want to see and that. He, I want to see that text and he message. Said, I know. And that's what he said. They showed some of them. If it was just a dirty joke. What'd they say? They showed some of the text messages. But the fact that I think somebody. <gasps> I didn't know that. The fact that somebody called. Dick pic. That called out this just communication. We're just hanging out. You can't bury that. If, because he's the pastor, you cannot bury that. And so well, that's when writing. it just. It, Dummy. Yeah. It went. But at the same time, what if he says a dirty, what if you're hanging out with the pastor and, you know, everyone's, nobody's offended and somebody makes a dirty joke. The kind which we happens on our podcast and it's available worldwide, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But, but it's out there and it's like, we're all laughing. Nobody's offended. And why, why is it like, oh, now we got to repent and step back. I don't know. Oh, well, I gotta go home with my wife, and she's like, "I can't believe Zach said that to me." Well, then she should just text me directly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get it in writing. <laughs> well, it's I'm okay that certain people don't like have the same responses. Everyone can have their own level of conservatism, like that's okay, or liberal viewpoints on things. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily bother me. And there's I'm, not a template. No, of like so. Just because I'm okay with something doesn't mean that the, right. Scott has to be okay with that thing too. Like we don't we don't all have to like the same kind of jokes. Or he's like that didn't come from the Bible. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I, mean, I could I could say something about the, the mm-hmm. Bible, but okay. but Go I think we ahead. but I think people do have some like some sort of compass that tells us hey in certain social professional ish and religious situations there is appropriateness and there's some level of expectation for appropriateness right. so the joke that i might give or say to you guys when we're at the angels game having beers is 
probably different than the one that maybe I would tell to the new pastor who's going to be leading our church. Or if you're doing announcements. At least on day one, but on day 30, when we get him out to the Angels game, (laughs) he's going to hear it. I actually thought about that. I'm like, wait, really? Maybe we shouldn't have the new pastor on our podcast too early. We got to let him warm up. Welcome to the baptism. Got to let him warm up. It's going to be a little warm. Yeah. We don't give, give him the ice cold shower right away. And maybe he listens to this and it's like, yeah, it's probably not a good look. Yeah. That's why when yeah. when somebody comes on and they're like, they know the deal where it's like, hey, everybody, welcome to Road Live a Beer episode. I'm Jeff. Hey, what's going on, Zach? And then it gets to the guest and they say something like, hey, I'm balls deep already or whatever. It's like, wow, that guy, he gets it. And I love it. Well, I mean, right. You in, came to play. In terms of... So, but the, not everybody can do that, right? There is a shout out, Carrie Robinson. The, <laughs> you you have, you, way you, too have much. you have like an inner circle no, of no. people that they know who you are, yeah, and they know, and you all are friends because you. It's not that you're putting up with the stuff that people are saying in your friend group. It's that you've accepted like that's their comedy or or that's their seriousness or. These are the problems they have, and I want them in my group because Ooh. I like dealing with all this. Okay, you are like leading us into an interesting topic, which is at our church in San Juan Capistrano, California, we where the salmon instinctively flock. <laughs> Everyone knows that, Zach. <laughs> and the swallows <clears throat> eat them all. Authenticity with self is one of our stated values. It's actually the first stated value of our church. And I, I, it's an interesting, it's an interesting question, which is um, when you, when you were describing that, that uh, people in leadership tend to have, they have like their inner circle circle of people who are a little more trusted and they probably get mm-hmm. a different version of them. Yep. Um, is that, they get close to full disclosure. Is that okay to have to have that and have that be separate from, um, I'll just say your public self. The apo- like the there's a version of your public self, and then there is the internal version. If you want to call your internal friends apostles, that's weird, but I'll let I'll no, allow no. it. <laughs> but okay, I'm thinking of feels extra Christiany, but I'm, I'm thinking, thinking of what was shared. I know, yeah, and. But we like, don't share outs. We don't sh- because we don't trust. We don't trust the people outside. It's, I mean, there's things you just wouldn't be like, oh, hey, Ted, and you're at work, and he's not a Christian. You're like, man, I, uh, been thinking of cheating on my wife. You're like, I mean, that is going to go around your work, and people, and people are going to look at you, Ted, and, again, yeah. Ted cheating ass cheating ass Ted and it'd be very different if you went to somebody within your very close inner circle and be like I've been having these thoughts of and and there'd be a conversation there whereas you pass this off to somebody you don't trust they just pass off to somebody else and then it just becomes you know water cooler talk so is that being inauthentic and if it is is that okay I don't think it's inauthentic not sharing with somebody you don't trust I mean, we have relate. We build. We we become friends with people because we built a relationship, and there's a trust that's built, and then they become very good friends. And then you, 
we kind of use the phrase, uh, you know, we're doing life together. Yeah. And so those are the people Ugh. that if things go bad, those are the people you fall back on for support. And, and also, you know, you're, you're sharing. I don't disagree with you by the way, but I'll just, I don't think it's inauthentic. I'll, I'll play this. Like I'll play a, you play the other side. I'll play the other side for a minute. Devil's advocate. But like, that's different. It does. It just does authenticity require trust. Well, okay. So when you say authenticity, I guess you'd have to, def- you'd, Andy, you'd have to define what that means. So Jeff would give a different, well, how about this? Someone says, Hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Depending on who's asking you, you would give a different answer. Oh yeah. Which is normal. Like most, yeah, yeah. Uh, every human ass being would say that like, they, yes, we all, of course, because a random person doesn't think you're expecting, I mean, you don't expect who, anything. Also, who the hell is that person? What do I owe them? Like, there's so right. many things that come into right. mind, right? So right. our initial reactions are someone that we don't know very well or in a weird situation and we're, or it's a public and we're like, they ask you, how are you doing? Your answer is I'm great. How are you? You could be dying inside and hate it, but you're not going to share that. That is technically being inauthentic. Depend, it, depending on who's defining inauthentic, sure. But and, well, yeah, Roar. yeah. But they're tri- they're. But if they're you tri- are if you are dying of cancer and you're having the worst day ever, and someone says, "How are you doing?" You say, "I'm doing great." You are not doing great by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. But it's it's is it's being inauthentic. But I think that's okay. Well, we, yeah, I think we'd all say that's uh, okay. Authentic authentic doesn't mean you only can ever tell the truth to anyone who ever asks. It's not that's, like, it's not, not like what authentic, not means. like liar, liar. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, right. The movie guess, with yeah, Jim Carrey. None of us would be married. How was that? The weird, okay. <laughs> I've had better. The weird thing that the weird thing to think about is like, you know, I, I love Lisa. I, I Why like, do you say it like that? I like her. Because he trusts us. No, I, I like her. And I think she likes me too, still. You don't have to preface. I know she loves me. I think she likes me. Shut up, Scott. I, I like her too. Now, even in that relationship where things generally, it's it's good. We're working on it. We're both committed. Uh, guess what? If If every thought... We're just out there, like say Elon Musk's. What's the name of his brain thing? He's talking about like yeah, uh, central c- c- neural link. Yeah. If if that's the thing where it's like eventually you can just kind of sync up and know what people are thinking, it's like congratulations. You're just gonna have. We're gonna have to learn how to deal with like real authenticity very quick because if every thought was shared, this is why um, love on the spectrum is so adorable. Oh, because they just beautiful. Like, they just. They speak it and we don't get that people that aren't on the spectrum because we're used to hiding even in a non like dirty way. It's, it's okay. Like it's a way that's acceptable. Like I don't need to share exactly how I'm feeling every time, all the time because nobody would exist as a relationship. It just wouldn't work. Um, and that's in the best case scenario. So the authenticity scale is like this sliding spectrum of like, I don't know where your line is. It's going to be different than my line. And, and maybe that's maybe the differentiator for us is our church. It does say authenticity with self and it doesn't say authenticity with every single other person who exists. And maybe that's, maybe that's the more important piece of the puzzle is like, did you just think about this? 
It's I'm unpacking it. Right. I did. Yeah. Right. It's happening in real time. So don't lie, but especially not to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. That's that's a good distinction. Yeah. Because if we just say authenticity and like, hey, our, we value a culture of authenticity. Well, yeah, every but, church is using that right well, now. Like, by be the way. specific. Do you really? Because I would argue that the greeter at every church is, you know, not completely authentic. They know that they're playing a role, which is okay. And we all kind of like sign on to this. So yeah, if you ask them how they're doing, they're not going to be like, oh man, I had a really bad sexual experience last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that person just turns around and leaves the church immediately. This is my first time. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were about to give a $10,000 check, but Ricky, yeah. at the, <laughs> Ricky at the door yeah. well, just told then, us about. And then how about, how about this? Like someone... Someone asks you how you're doing, and then you take that as a cue to just unload all of your personal problems on them. Which is authentic. When, which is authentic. Bro, straight authentic. But it's totally not the context of why they were, why they were asking you how you're doing. Because we know when someone asks you how you're doing, yeah, they, they'll be okay with having a converse, a light conversation, but they're, they're kind of just, they're trying to just start, it's like, hey, how you doing? Like- it's just a. I'm not it's a really. Greeting. Yeah, I'm not really interested in how you're doing. Yeah, they'll I, they'll be there for you, but not necessarily in that yeah. moment. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I love the I love the value of not fooling yourself. Like, right? Just don't lie to yourself. And, and start that's, there. That's what authenticity yeah. is, and it's really your relationship with Christ. You know, be if you know you're you're in this to not hide from God. And yeah. you need to be honest. You can write in a journal. You can, you know, pray. You can talk out loud to God. But there's no reason to make stuff up or act like things aren't going on. Just wherever you're at, that's where God will meet you. And and that cannot be said for other human beings that you don't have a really good relationship even the ones you have a great relationship might not be able to, I mean, you listen to the spirit might be like, God's like, you might want to just rest a little bit and just wait and, uh, you know, unpack this yourself, uh, with me and, and see where, you know, this heads. And, and then if you feel like, Hey, I'm going to share this with my small group or, you know, one of my buddies or something like that, then that's different. But, to just be flat out putting your life out there for everybody. Uh, sometimes it can. Oh, yeah. And then, and then someone said something earlier about trust, like trusting the person you're talking to. You, you, you actually need to be careful about what you, who, what you say to whom, Yeah, because they might just go gossip it out to who right. knows where. And so wisdom. You, yeah. You got, you, yeah, you got to hold back stuff from, first of all, the, the, I think the default should be, don't tell anyone anything unless you trust them. So they, they they've got to earn your trust first before you before you disclose certain things. The Patriot Act taught us that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If you see don't say, something. Yeah, don't say anything anywhere because they're listening. Yeah. The the uh, the um don't lie to yourself. If you can't be honest with yourself, I don't see how you can be honest with other people. So, and so that's that's a good foundational yeah. thing. There's a version of this that I do that I bet sometimes you guys might do as well. 
which is um, I will, depending on who it is and who the situ- where, what the situation is, I will peel it back a little bit. And, and like, so if there's at a, tr- if it is a church and it's like one of you guys or it's friend of the podcast, uh, Colin Ferris or other, Hi, Colin. other bros. And they're like, how are you doing? Um, I will, I will immediately do the math and go, oh, I can give them, I can give them an answer. That's like enough to, to indicate eh, it's been a shitty week. Um, but not so much that it's like, and here's exactly why. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's been a rough one, man. If we yeah. get around to it later, we can do that. But right now. I don't need to polish yeah. it all up and just go, it's excellent. And everything's excellent because the Lord is the Lord. Right. Like that. I don't, I'm, it's okay for me to do that. And But. How you doing today? Better than I deserve. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he is the reason for the season. And, uh, and so that's. Yeah, I think that's a good version of like, there's some appropriateness that, that we all should be doing some social math on, I think, in real time and going, because I would, I, I know that I appreciate that in reverse. I feel like, again, friend of the podcast, Colin Ferris is great about that. I, I know that if I ask him, even as we're kind of in general passing on a Sunday morning, hey, how's it going? How's this week? How are you doing? He'll give me a pretty decent answer. And so I'm, I've learned to expect that and it's, we're not going to dive into crazy details, but he's not going to go, yeah, everything's good. It's great. It's great. I'm fine. He won't shine it on. If it was a tough week, he'll be like, this is a rough one, man. This is crazy. And then I'll get some like category work was nuts. Okay. And then if we need to follow up later, we'll follow up later. But I like, I like that. That feels like there's, you can, you can balance on it. You can balance authenticity with appropriateness. Yeah. Wisdom. All comes back to wisdom. And I'll just say, I don't like when people ask me how I'm doing. Yeah, it's uncomfortable for you because you're always pretty bad. Because I'm always pretty bad. Yeah. I'm like the 0. 0.5 to Jeff's 9.5. You <laughs> took my 0. 0.5. Oh, man. Yeah. Scott, how you doing? I bring, he's I he's t- taking it right now. I actually. typically bring down the sunshine. room. Yeah. yeah, bring it down, baby. Scott, you don't. You know no. what's weird, too? You're You're so good with... When you're, we're hanging out and there's kids around, you're always dialed in in a way that the parents aren't. Yeah, like, I'm not like I'm not like uh, whatever. Screw the kids. Not like Forget most them. parents. Not like most parents you hang out with. And, and so, what's great about that is that people should email Scott at Scott at brosbiblesbeer.com. Yeah. Scott's single. Yeah. He love. He wants hey, single a single moms. If you're looking for a babysitter to go on a. <laughs> If you need to go on a date, you need a babysitter. Or just if, let me know. if you're looking for a new partner for an and giving Scott an instant family, I mean Scott's open to it. Insta family. He's desperate and he's authentic, <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to know how you are doing. But don't ask me how I'm doing. No, because yeah. we don't. Talk. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Actually, on a side note, when I went to the uh, pizza place before uh, softball tonight. The owner, uh, you were sitting over in the corner, Scott. Tony. Uh, Scott, no. His Jeff name a. isn't Tony. Uh, Jeff? It's Jeff. Yeah. Jeff A. Anyway. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff A. <laughs> and he got something more? More to say there? Nope. Okay. <laughs> he, Wait, what? He looks at me, and, and then he looks over at you, something. Scott, and he says- That was inauthentic. Does, does, uh, 
Does he have a wife yet? <laughs> Dude, it's been months. I haven't been there in probably eight months. But he knows. Yeah. He goes, he's probably rich. What is he doing? <laughs> and I looked over at you and I'm like, you got a girlfriend. You got a girlfriend. And you just. I was like, just like no, 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 no. They're expensive. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> he actually predicted you would say something like that. So it's a good excuse. It's good. Uh, it's, it's a good wall that you've put up. Okay. I don't want to take any risks, <laughs> so I just say they cost too much. Yeah. You, make, you know how many guitars yeah. I'd have right now? <laughs> <laughs> Twice as many guitars. I'd have so much rice and beans. Oh, wait. Wait, I'm single. I do have a little whoa, rice whoa, and Scott, beans. Scott, stop being so authentic. <laughs> All right, boys. It's hey, that girl, time. you like rice? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I want to let you, I want you, let you in on something. I got so much rice and beans. Like, you smoking weed again? <laughs> so many rice and beans. Hey, uh, let's move to that section of the podcast that we let's like to this. call "What Are We Consuming?" Yeah, I'm not let's, prepared. Go let's for go. It. Uh, okay, I will. I'll buy you guys some time. The movie that we watched recently, which I cannot recommend highly enough, it's okay to watch with your kids. It is awesome. It is the unbearable weight of massive talent. Nice with Nicolas Cage available and- where. All streaming services and really? Pedro Pascal. Oh, from, it is uh, from Zombie Mandalorian. Movie. Pedro he, Pascal is the Mandalorian. He's on lots of stuff now. And Last of Us. Last of Us, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is. Uh, where did I watch it? Maybe Star? Oh, regardless. I've heard it's good. And now it's awesome. Since I have a good relationship with you authentically. Okay. I, I, this makes you want to watch it even more. I watched it. It's so fun. It crosses so many weird lines, <laughs> but it's hilarious and it's intense and it's ridiculous. And Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal together are stupid fun. So if you want to have like a yeah. good, uh, have a good laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, it, and he's like, he, it's, it's kind of poking it's like fun he, at him a little bit, pokes, right? He pokes the most fun at himself. It's nice. great. It's super, super fun. So that's my recommendation. Go check it out. You wow. will enjoy it. And it's okay to watch with the kids if your kids are above the ages of 12. Okay. I won't watch Game of Thrones tonight. I'll watch the unbearable something or other. Don't watch Game of Thrones with your kids, at least. <laughs> uh, Game uh, of Bones. Wow. I'm going to I'm gonna go to the uh, physical part of what I've been consuming and we were at two Padre Whoa. games over the weekend, uh, Friday and Sunday. So Just consuming each other. Consuming baseball Gross. and the stadium and San Diego. And it was a whole lot of fun. Drink it But in. just really uh, <laughs> hanging out with my wife. That's what I was consuming and, and friends that we haven't seen for a long time. We've kind of been hanging out. So it's been a great time and a good uh, respite. None of us got invited, but that's nope. cool. <laughs> yeah, what happened with that? Yeah, what what, did, what what happened with that? Just say it. You got you. It's coming. You know a kid that yeah. you've known since he was like three or four. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, he's uh, on a major league baseball team. Yeah, and you got to go see him in San Diego. Yeah, say got, his name. It's okay. Hang Come out, on, dude. Be authentic and say his yeah, name. Tell a good story. Don't go to yeah, sleep. Uh, yeah. yeah, his name is Bryce Terang. Uh, he is. That's not a real name. Yeah, <laughs> made that up. <laughs> stupidest, stupidest made up name uh, ever. He plays second base for the Brewers, and Who's... they were in town against the uh, Padres. And uh, Friday night, it was kind of fun. Uh, Eleven thirty, we're at the Omni Hotel right across from the stadium, and 
he got drug tested. He was going to be right over to hang out with us, and he, was got it a he random, failed it. Yeah, it was a it was a random, you know, bunny quotes. He 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 gets drug tested, but he was he's high well as a kite. Known for the he's the player. I mean, if you're going to choose a player, this is the kid that you choose uh, because to what you know he doesn't drink, oh. he doesn't smoke, he doesn't. I mean, it's just like, yep, let's random. He sounds test. boring anyway. <laughs> Um, so he was a little, he, it took him a little extra time, but he got over there and we all hung out and, and he ended up buying us, uh, food. I don't remember passing him any money, but a bunch he's of beers like, and thanks, drugs. thanks for, <laughs> here, can you hold this for me, Jeff? <laughs> thanks. It was just like, thanks for coming out. Are he's just, he's a drugs? humble kid from a, a really great family, but it's just fun to see somebody, you know, that is, has worked four or five years in the minors and has made it and they're a local kid he's out of corona california and uh he got a um you know 18 years old he got a contract and uh what happened 23 what happened at his first major league baseball game well his his first game at home opening day in milwaukee hit a grand slam wow and it was uh it was pretty epic it wasn't a triple play softball style but (laughs) (laughs) you take Um, what you can get yeah but you know we're we're really rooting for him and hoping that he has a long career. That's fun, dude. So it is fun, and where my son was really down on baseball, um, and he loves football, and he's just he's having difficulty in baseball. And he got to hang out with with Bryce and and be taking pictures with him, and you know just you, I can just see him looking at it, my son looking at Bryce while we're just hanging out and he's just, you know, he got, you know, all the attention when we went to the field and he's standing there right on the field next to him and all the kids are around wanting signatures and all of his attentions on my son. How special is that? He's signing the ball and then he threw us another ball after and everybody's like, dude, who are these people? And Caleb is just like, jazz to play baseball this now. is what life is like <laughs> this is how it always works for everybody but me jeff, uh, me. jeff can i ask you an, an authentic tester question okay testicle question um is he on your is this guy on your fantasy baseball, Ooh, baseball team nice he is oh, oh! you passed you passed the test Every, unless he just lied to everybody you. everybody said <laughs> everybody check. said who that i think you made a mistake jeff who the heck is this guy and then when he hit the grand slam, I'm like, oh, by the way, this is who he is. <laughs> you about to know. Anyway. You about to know. Now he's still batting about 270. So that's. That's good for us. It's not bad. Yeah. It's good. Second year? No. Oh, this is rookie First, year? He's what, 15 Two, games in or se- 18 games in or whatever. 270 is. He's a rookie. Yeah. And the kid is fast, man. He is fast. He'll probably have about 25 stolen bases this year, I bet. Anyway. Yeah, it's good. Scotty, what are you consuming? Oh, man. I am... Man, how authentic do I want to be here? Ooh, nice. I like this teaser. Ooh. Wow, consuming. Um, I'm so worried. I've been watching a lot of... Uh, oh, gosh. Hashtag. You're going to be suspended for at least hashtag. two months. Here it comes. Can I, can I see... Can we, oh, wait. Hashtag. Guess. Let's see if we can all guess what he's yeah, going to hashtag. Yeah. Can we do this game? Sure. Hashtag... Uh, Boycott Bud Light. Okay, Zach. That's he's Andy stole me. Great, I, great minds. 
St- All right, I Jeff stole, he stole me. Andy just stole me. Stole my soul. Five years old. Hashtag tantalas. What? Hashtag tantalizing toys. Oh, a little. Uh, yeah, we'll have to. Who's being authentic the- now? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, have you ever purchased a butt plug? <laughs> don't. Um, okay, don't talk about this. My wife was. She just didn't want to hear anything about that. She's doing Frozen research on tomato butt plugs. ice thing you had like from oh, yeah. a long time ago. But let's. Uh, oh, she we'll didn't like that. that out. She didn't no. like that one. No, we'll yeah, we'll, that we'll that's a rear thing. Oh, okay, rear. Yeah. Okay, rear, oh gosh, it is wow. a rear thing. Um, <laughs> uh, super rear. Yeah. Hey guys, let's put that behind us. All right. Yeah. Nice, Scott. I need to sit right. on sit Scott, on that one. Are, sit on that one for a while. Comedy. <laughs> like that's that's pretty good. I don't know, man. That's a great tag. I haven't given the reach around enough, so um, you know you're trying too hard. Uh, yeah. Never mind. It's working for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Andy looks like he's gonna throw up. <laughs> Finish it up. Finish it up. Uh, Scott. No, hashtag, uh, the you know van life stuff. I'm th- I'm thinking about going, oh, van life. going back to my alternative lifestyle. Oh, oh yeah, gay lamp. <laughs> <laughs> gay, but yeah, like gay van, gay life. Land van life. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> trans vans parking in lots of trans vans parking in a lot of rest stops. That's good because it rides. Oh yeah, yeah, well the truckers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hashtag that rest stop life. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you would would you the backseat riders? Would you sell your trailer and your truck and Just convert keep that scooter train rolling? Convert to complete van? Well, it would be truck life. Mine would be truck oh, life. I'd go back yeah, to truck uh, life. Yeah, I go to the truck. That's lame. Because it's paid for. Why, you know? dude? Because it's paid off, you know? That's okay. And used vehicles are expensive. Well, so. But you make money and you have no responsibilities. Yeah. You should have a pile of cash. Yeah. Digitally. I spend a lot. What do you spend money on? What? on? what do you spend money on the most, actually? Probably food and beer. Yeah. That's not that well, much. The, the apartment's kind of expensive, actually. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have any roommates, though. Southern California. Well, that's you know, one of the problems. Southern California is expensive, man. Ladies. It's okay. You're old enough. You don't need a roommate. Yeah, I don't want a roommate. You're a grown ass man. That's you not just true. buy our RV and then you can live in that for. Scott, do you really want a woman? Jeff has an RV to sell you. Or a man. <laughs> buy, uh, buy Jeff's do RV. Do you want a partner? Mm. Oh, now that you clarified, Zach. Um, like, like a man partner. <laughs> Yeah, a a uh, a woman would be nice, I guess. Okay, it's you know, they're not gonna email you when you do it like that. Yeah. Nah, you gotta be serious. There's gotta be some seriousness. No, yeah, yeah. Are you just... afraid of being loved, like truly loved, authentically? Whoa, whoa! This is the next podcast. Yeah, you're should, right. Okay. Yeah, you're all right. You can we, we Okay, so you're playing with the, going back to the truck life, potentially. Yeah, just just yeah, like seriously thinking about it, actually. To be authentic, I'm like, I'm going to do it. What would be, what's the one thing? Is it just money? Really, actually? Is that, that it? That, uh, is that the one thing that's like pushing you? Or is it money? Oh, no. I, I No, the plan is to quit, like, quit my job and like go like oh. travel, travel in the truck. Oh. So, you, so you do have money. Where would you go? A little bit. Not like tons. Where would you oh, go? I go around uh, first, get out of California. Okay. Because uh, it's hard to have a gun in your vehicle when you're in California. No, it's not. Uh, it's legal. No, you have to go from 
Dude, in California, it's Lego. The Lego. It's Lego. You, it can't it's be Lego loaded. Land. L-E-G-O. If you're in California, you have to, you, you transport your gun from your residence to where you go to shoot and then back. That's it. You can't like just cruise around and visit. I don't believe it. Yeah. I might be going to shoot someone at Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Lego. But yeah. anyway, uh, but yeah, like go to national parks, go uh, just camp, like just Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone. Glacier. Glacier. Glacier, Teton. Tetons. Go nice to tetons. Arches. Nice Tetons. There's a lot of people that just live that the way. The Golden Arches. Yeah. That's cool. They yeah. love life. <laughs> Head down to McDonough. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, that's an I take my gun out of McDonald's. They raised uh, the price to egg and cheese McMuffins or whatever for five instead of five dollars. It's five. Oh, it used to be. Dude, it used to be yeah. You have that's to go. They're up. changing the prices on a lot of stuff. I actually went on Saturday in a moment of weakness, breaking my whole 30 diet yet once again. Mm. And I got some uh, chicken nuggets, fries, and a. I get the you can't high get away C, from those. the high C yeah, orange. orange. Ooh, you can't get away bad. from those nuggets, man. Dude, that high C orange is so good. The nuggets and the orange. Sweet, right. sweet Zach, and sour only. Zach, what you got? What are you consuming? Oh, I'm going to lay a bed. I can do of, a 20 piece. I mentioned the classic crime last week, but we didn't play anything. I'm just going to start a song. Um, that's not the right one. All right. So, classic crime. It's a good album. You can crank it up. It's okay. Okay. Now, in addition to that album, which people should support independent music, um, I got a book from the aforementioned Colin Ferris. He, he let me borrow a book called Suspicion and Faith. And... What's the guy's name? I'm blanking on the name. It's it's Mer- fit, Werfel? Werfold? No. Mm, like Merlin? Merold. 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 It is Merold. It's a name that Andy would make up. Merold Westfall. Yes. yes. Look at you, Scott. Was, you guys are good. I Googled it. Now There's only one Merold in the whole world. You just put Merold in there, you're like, oh the one this guy. Way. Colin and I were talking about some stuff. Some deep, authentic stuff. That's and, Colin. And he's like, you would like this book. I'm going to bring it to you. So he brought it to me. And uh, I'm just starting it. I started with the conclusion. I'm, I'm getting this habit of, like, start with the conclusion, read the conclusion. Then Dude, read, who hurt you as a child? Read the preface. <laughs> and then if the, the book is worth your time, you kind of know what you're getting into. What I the? like that. Dude. But... You're messed up. Dude, part one, hermeneutics of suspicion. Part two, Freud and the psychoanalysis of the believing soul. Um, I'm cycling through screenshots now. Marx and the critique of religion as ideology. Nietzsche and the critique of religion as resentment. It's good stuff. The first section is atheism for Lent. Which Peter Rollins does, I know I've mentioned him before. Henry Rollins, but it's like, it's like, hey, put your faith through the fire, get, test it, and it's it's a really good thing. Um, so this book, I'm just dipping my toe into it, and excited for it. Thank you, Colin. But um, I don't know. I'm a, I don't always get all the philosophy, but I'm a, I'm drawn to philosophy. And even if I'm consuming something and I don't understand everything, um, 
I still like it, and I'm just hoping some of it gets buried into my psyche and I can draw on it later on. So. Cool. Yeah, and still watching Scrubs. Like, Scrubs, 30 Rock, all the stuff. <laughs> it's forever. When, when you are laying your head down, you need a palate cleanser. It's all that stuff. To each his own. Yeah. Dude, this uh, album reminds me of an album that came out in 2000. Can you... Can you think of which album I'm talking about? Cindy uh, Lauper? Nailed wow. it. Nailed it. You're fired, Scott. Actually, that's your last straw. You're done. No. You're out of the podcast. Further Seems Forever's first, oh, first okay. one. Yeah. I knew whatever you said, I'd be like, okay, yes. Yeah, it reminds me of that. That's good. That album, that was Chris Caraba from Dashboard Confessional. He did, he did this one album. He recorded it. The band broke up before the album was released. Or he left the, uh, he left the band before the album was released. Chris Caraba is the singer from Dashboard Confessional. And uh, then he went on to Dashboard Confessional fame. But it's a, it was a quote-unquote Christian album on Tooth & Nail Records. Uh, on a side note, my wife just sent me a text. She said, Bryce got a home run tonight. Nice. So, good timing. Good job, Bryce. Love it. I like that your wife is tracking Bryce, too. All right. Oh, well, dude, we're super fans. I think you should deliver him to our podcast. Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah, uh, it's That's a good possibility. Off-season? Are the Brewers no, playing the Angels? I mean, that's in like six months. Are the Brewers... <laughs> Coming to town to nope, play the Angels. No. Just the Dodgers. But he lives around here. No. Corona. No. Right, he's mind. got. You're fired too, Jeff. Yep. No, he's You're got, off the podcast. He's got a, a place in Arizona, and I don't know if he's got a place in Milwaukee, but. Get him in here. Do it. Definitely. He'd, be, right. he'd be down. Well, did we do it all? Yeah. Did think, we do it all? Thank you for listening. Yeah. Anchor.fm slash BBB pod for the voicemails, socials. Yeah, ladies. If you didn't hit me up, I might want a girlfriend. Yeah. Or just a chance to hang out and see if you're mutually, theologically, <laughs> emotionally compatible. <laughs> Which Zach, when you were does t- need to, that does need to be when you all those talking, things. It sounded like you were just kind of getting up on a chair and putting the noose around your neck and just talking and be like, so that's it. All right. <laughs> And this is where oh. I go out. At Bros Bibles wow. Beer, all of the Thank socials. Oh, email us, brosbiblesbeer at gmail.com. As mentioned before, anchor.fm slash bbbpod. If bbbpod. If you leave us a voicemail, we will play it and we won't listen to it before we play it. And so there's you absolutely say anything. It, literally anything you want to say. It, we'll just play it on the air and that'll work. And you can review us on Apple Podcasts. We'll read that. Also, uh, give us a star on the uh, on whatever Spotify. Spotify, Spotify is doing that too. They're doing stars now. And then we're also occasionally, uh, when we're really thinking about it, slash me, there will be a poll or a question on Spotify Podcasts if you listen through that way as well. So, And a special shout out to Quaid in Alabama. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Thank you, Quad Day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, enc- I'm encouraged. It's not downtown Dude. LA. It's Alabama, Scott. Jay Quellen. Oh. <laughs> Grace and peace and cheers. <laughs> and can you boost that a little bit as we we fade out? Oh, it's cranking. Give us a little bit. Is that a meta boost? Yeah.